and welcome back to Cheap Seats, Season 8, Episode 17. I'm here, Jake Parsons, Derek Steele, Jackson Bellinger, I'm Blake Skubicki. We're going we're gonna to have a good show, talk some NBA, talk some MLB, and if we get the chance, talk some NFL draft. First thing I want to go over is the MVP race. We got Stephen Curry, you know, just forcing himself into this conversation. Last 10 games, averaging 40, 40 points per game. 50% shooting, first player to ever do that since Wilt Chamberlain, 1963. Who are the MVP frontrunners, you guys think? You know, Blake, you mentioned Steph Curry. It's been phenomenal what he's been able to do this year coming off that injury he had set him out. But the player I'm looking at is none other than the 76er center himself, Joel Embiid. He's averaging um, 1.2 three-pointers a game. He's averaging... 539, he's averaging 10 free throws made a game. He's been, I was able to watch an interview he did with Stephen A. Smith uh, Friday on NBA, uh, NBA, The Jump. It was on The Jump um, on ESPN. And something that he said is he compared himself a lot to Shaquille O'Neal and said that that dominant center that he's been, been able to become in the East, we haven't seen one of those since Shaquille O'Neal and yeah you can say Nikola Jokic is in the yes, conversation that's what I was going to bring up yeah the thing about Jokic is his stats don't compare to Embiid's Embiid's has him better in basically every individual stat what about the 8.8 assist Jokic is that is fair yeah because he's he's a floor general center he is he's where Joel Embiid is more yes. like what you said a Shaquille O'Neal but he does have a three-pointer so if if it was between Jokic and Embiid, I don't know. I'd probably say Embiid there. I like, I like Embiid. I like that comparison you made. Anyone else? Um, I'm, I'd, I'd probably say, I'd probably say Jokic or Curry probably deserve it most. The uh, thing that go, had, go ahead, Parsons. Had you asked me this, I don't know, a month, a month and a half ago, I would have said LeBron, but you LeBron. know he got hurt. Okay. But yeah, Jokic probably just because he's he, he can do everything. The thing about Jokic, looking, I want to go back to that Jokic Embiid comparison for a second. The thing about Jokic that Embiid cannot say is that he's been able to. He's played in fifty games this year. He's played in every single Denver Nuggets game this year. He has not missed a game. Where Embiid's missed, I believe it was two weeks with an injury. Yeah, he's very injured. Then he's had three or four games with COVID. But let's take those COVID games out because. This year, I don't think the MVP should be based on if you got COVID or not because that's really out of yeah, your control. Of control exactly. Contact mm-hmm. tracing. Every player is going to have to go through contact tracing at some point in the season, I believe. It's a 72-game season this year. It spans from like December to June or July with the playoffs. So Embiid's missed two weeks, but I think he's just had more dominant numbers in – 14 less games or however however many less games he has than Jokic. So you're saying if the conversation is between Curry and Embiid, are you, going, are you still sticking with Embiid there? I think, I think I'm going to go Embiid just because Curry, we've seen him do this for years. This is typical Steph Curry. The thing I like about Curry is he's doing it with no one around him. He has Draymond Green, Kelly Oubre. He's missing Clay. He doesn't have that, I think, number two support man that he's had in Golden State, which I like. He's been able to take a lot of that pressure, put him on his back, put the team on their back. But I like Embiid just because the 76ers are right in the front of the East standings right now. Them and the Nets, I think, are going to be the two Eastern Finals Conference 
matchup in the finals for the Eastern Conference. And I just think Embiid's been in the center of that all year this year. Where well, is Embiid on the on the on the scorers list? Is he on the Yeah, how many how many points per game I'm is trying he? To find I'm check I can not, check that right now. It doesn't look like he's even like he is averaging 29.9 points per game. He's averaging one steal a game, 1.4 blocks, 3.1 assists, 11.2 rebounds, and he's averaging about 2.4 turnovers a game. Okay. I, I, 3.1 turnovers, sorry. Also an interesting yeah. race is the scoring title between Beal yes. and Curry because Beal's Beal. averaging 31.1. Curry's averaging 31.0 right now. Both uh, Curry's played 49 games. Beal's played... 47, so there's really no difference there. Curry's doing a, a little bit better of a efficiency with shooting 42% from the arc, where Beal's only shooting 33. That'd be an interesting one. I'd want to see Steph Curry win that because Beal, I mean, he's always scoring. He's in Washington. Washington doesn't really do much. Where now Curry's used to being in the front standings, and now and he's used to scoring at this volume, but now he's has to do as excellent efficiency if he wants his team to win games. I'd like to see Curry win that one. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Jackson. Yeah, and uh, Bradley Beal, I mean, he's just shooting to shoot. The Wizards don't really have an objective anymore this season. I mean, they're not in a playoff run for anything. It's just him, Westbrook, and whoever you want to see, Hachimura or whatever. And so he's got all the time he wants to shoot. But uh, Steph, he's doing this, and he's also on a mission. He's trying to get Golden State to the playoffs and maybe make a run and maybe even see Clay's return in the playoffs. So he's he's doing that, and he's working towards his objective, which is what you can't really say for Bradley B. He's just shooting to shoot. Yeah, you look at the Wizards and you look at the uh, Warriors. And, Jackson, I want to bring up the fact that you said that Beal really has nothing to play about. Think about it. It's the East. I think there's really no team out of it. I haven't checked the Eastern standings. I'm going to say that front or straight up right now. I haven't checked them in a while. But remember, there's a play-in tournament as well this year. Which Golden State, right, last time I checked, I believe they're eighth or ninth in the conference. And I said this before about Steph. He really has he doesn't have that supporting cast he has had in previous years. Hey, Derek, they're uh, yes. Golden State is fifteenth in the West. Hold up, what? Yeah. They are fifteenth in the West. I said last time they right checked they were tenth. They they must have been. They that's must the, have dropped. That's the thing with the Warriors. Yeah. Is they they have no one. Like it's yeah. just Curry right now. That that's my point. You is know? and uh, and so you see, like Beal, he has Russell Westbrook as a supporting mate to help him shoot. But they are talking about something in the other booth right now. But Curry, he really like name one other really good shooter that Golden State has right now. Jordan Poole on the come up. Nah, yeah, so. no, it's gonna get no. No, no, he is so. like a Curry who misses so. shots. No, yeah, I mean I'm Curry who misses shots. <laughs> well, no, but he like he plays <laughs> like him. He puts thing, him up. Yeah, uh, you got Draymond who he averages like four points. Getting, he averages four points, old. but he's, he's a great old. defensive player yeah. and he's also a leader on the floor. Like yeah. you can see, they him and Curry, they're around without Clay. It's just those two and a bunch of young people and. So they also got to direct those two. And that's my point. He's doing is, a real good job on that. Look at the Warriors. Let's look at the Warriors four years ago, let's say, when they lost to the Raptors in the conference or in the finals. Yeah. They had Clay Thompson before he went out injured. They had Steph Curry, and they had Kevin Durant. 
Yeah, they had a good team. And they had a sure. they had a really good and team. Draymond and like Iggy and Draymond so and Draymond. So they had three capable shooters plus Draymond. Which let's not pit Draymond's three point shooting. He's not the best three point shooter ever, but for a big man, he can knock down a three point shot he, he if he's can. left wide open. He's, he's good. He he used to be a very reliable shooter. But the Warriors, they don't have the weapons they've had this year. Where the Wizards. They have a couple more weapons to surround yeah. Bradley Beal with yeah. if it's Russell Westbrook or whoever else they have. Westbrook, yeah, he's one of the best playmakers in the NBA. And we do have a correction to make. We were we were wrong. Yeah, it, it was because I looked up the playoff standings. Golden like, State's number were, nine. They're, yeah, they're, they're, it was, they're it was last year. Right yeah. Golden they're State's sitting. at 23-23. See, Derek, you were yeah. correct. Don't take that to heart. Too that, that is the first time that's happened this season on cheap seats. A double correction. I might, yeah, I might, I might, I'm going to blush a little. No, I'm not. Right, I'm good. I'm good. Utah, though. That, that, Utah. That's a team Holy right cow. There. I just realized they're 43-15. Utah. The thing about Utah is I haven't, I didn't see them play this week. They had a game, I believe it was Monday night against the Lakers yeah. at like 10 o'clock. I was going to watch that game, but... I didn't want to stay up till ten o'clock. Bedtime oh. for Derek. Bedtime. <laughs> no. Derek goes no. To bed at ten o'clock. What? No. Uh, the thing is, is weird. I'd stay up to watch it, but then I'd fall asleep at like halftime. But that's getting off the track. So looking at Utah, the thing I'm gonna be excited about Utah is how can they score points without Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell is to Utah what Steph Curry is to Golden State, or what Clay Thompson is to Golden State. Hear me out about this, Blake. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. And they got Rudy Gobert. They got Rudy Gobert. They got and Mike Conley. They got Mike Conley. Mike Conley and Jordan uh, Clarkston. And I uh, can't remember the last guy's name. Yes. But you but you get what I'm saying. Donovan Mitchell is that guy where it's like, we need a bucket. This is the guy we're going to get the ball in oh, his yeah. hands. He's definitely Mike yeah, Conley uh, isn't the Timberwolves Mike Conley that we saw. Or not Timberwolves. Uh, Grizzlies mm-hmm. Mike Conley that we saw. He's been having a great year, though. Yeah. He's been having a great year, but he's not that Mike Conley that we've seen in years past. He's, I'm not going to say he's past his prime, but he's just not. He, 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 he definitely is. is. He, he is definitely He's yeah. not as good as he was four or five years ago. With Donovan Mitchell, I think Donovan Mitchell, it's scary to say, I think Donovan Mitchell is going to get better. I really he's, yeah, see yeah, he's growth in player. his game. He's a young player. They're going to be able to develop him. So He's very Utah good. Utah is going to be a team to watch out for. I think if they can get other shooters involved when Donovan's out, then they're going to win a lot of games. And remember, they're going to have Donovan back for playoffs. So you get those more players that don't get as many minutes. You get them elevated minutes going into playoffs. You get them confidence shooting the ball well. Plus you're getting your number one scoring leader back. That's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Here's my problem with Utah, though. They're not a deep team. They got Donovan I, Mitchell, I can understand that, Gobert, yes. Clarkston, Conley. Got Joe Ingles. Yeah, Joe Ingles. That's Joe the guy Ingles. I was thinking Ingles. about. Yes. Joe yeah, Ingles. but but tell me if you've heard of these guys before. Elijah Hughes. No. Mike Ani, Matt no. Thomas, Royce O'Neal, George Niag. I, I could go on. I have this. heard of Derek Favors. Derek Favors, I've yeah. heard of. But, okay, here's a question for you, Blake. Which team do you see taking them down in the West? The Lakers. Lakers? Yeah. I, the can, Lakers I can see Lakers. 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 Lakers are as that good as six or seven games. I think the Suns could keep up with them, too. The Suns are. Suns. And yeah. by, the way, by the way that the playoff picture is looking, the Mavs are, are Mavericks, looking to be. Yeah. I see Mavericks the Mavericks. Mavericks had a key loss to the Knicks, though, on Friday. 
barely too. Barely, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, Luka Doncic's been playing crazy, and also the thing I like about—or yeah. sorry to interrupt you—but the thing I like about Doncic is he didn't score that many points about the Knicks, but he, I believe he had like 14 assists, 10 of which were in the first half. The thing about Doncic is he's got such a high basketball IQ, where he's not going to score points; he's going to get his teammates involved in games. Which I like to see that in any young point guard, if it's college, NBA, high school, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I like, yeah, for sure. Doncic is very good. Let's talk about yes. the Suns a little bit. I okay. really like yeah. the Suns. Really sneaky, forty-one and sixteen yes. team yeah. sitting at second in a good conference too. They just have a load of like everyone think, is is contributing. Think like, about the Suns. They got Devin Booker, one of the best shooters in the league. They got Chris Paul, who has playoff experience. Remember, the Suns were a team going into the bubble. They barely made it into the bubble, and I don't think anybody had them going as far or doing as well as they did in the bubble. They've taken that momentum they had in the bubble, and they've grown on it. They've become a really good team. Like the Suns, looking at what the Pistons are right now, and the only reason I'm bringing them up is because that's the team I root for. Looking at what Troy Weaver is building into the Pistons, that's what we want the Pistons to be in three to four years, or what the Suns are right now. You got a bunch of young players, but you're also sprinkling in those veterans like uh, Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, they added. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's interesting. The Pistons got to do something like that because the Suns are a team who, not long ago, were sitting at the bottom end yes. of the standings. For sure. L- last, yeah. second to last. Now they're second in the conference, and yeah. like, they're not that many games back. They could make a playoff run. How many run. games really back are they good. from Utah right now? I think they're just two, right? Yeah, but Utah has Donovan Mitchell out, so we don't know how that's going to affect yeah, them. Yeah, they're, they're a game and a half back right but now. But really for the Suns, it really feels like, I mean, when they were sitting at the bottom of the league, they still had Devin Booker. The only thing yeah. they really did was they added one of the greatest point cards of all time onto the team, and yeah. that obviously will do something. The but Pistons you don't can't have undervalue Aiton, though. Yeah, Aiton exactly. Is yeah. Really good. That's good like, drafting Aiton, right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was what first overall. DeAndre Aiden, that yeah. One time, yeah. Like one year. But like the Suns, very good oh. center, very good center. But the Suns, they had like Devin Booker. They yeah. just needed to add to that. The Pistons, yeah. at this point, they don't have Sadiq someone like Bay, that. Isaiah Stewart, uh, Killian Hayes. Are any of those guys averaging a double double right now? Or any of them? No. One of the top players Killian, in the league. No. Killian, I mean, trust me, Killian Hayes is going to develop. Killian well, Hayes. You look at Killian Hayes each night. He's improving. He's. Correcting one mistake or a couple of mistakes he might have made each night. The thing about Killian Hayes is, and the thing I need to remember, remind myself as a Pistons fan, is he's not going to be a Lamelo Ball. Lamelo Ball is going in. He's dropping thirty or po- he's dropping twenty, thirty points easy a night. He, he could be Lamelo Ball. Yeah, and he, he has to develop though. But he's he's not that right now. A good night no, for Killian would no. be eight to ten points, maybe six assists, couple rebounds. He's an assist guy. He is. He's, he's going to be a ball sharer, and that's what I like to see in a point guard is someone that makes the offense better. And then Sadiq Bay, he had what six three pointers in the first quarter against Cleveland, mm-hmm. and then he might have scored two points the rest of the game. It's just making those shots and making those shots fall consistently. And then Isaiah Stewart, he's going to be the next Ben Wallace. You heard that right here. Whoa, I don't know about uh, best defender in the league. He's going to be the – the thing I like about Isaiah Stewart is he's developing his three-point shot. I think all four of us can sit here right now and agree the NBA has become a three-point shot league. Big Whoever point. can make the most three-point shots are going to do the best. Right. I'm, a, I'm yeah, excited a point, about the yeah. draft. 
I mean, yeah, the draft is going to be fun. We pick a two or a three, and we're we're set. Even Evan Mobley. Yeah. Like if the Pistons well, take, yeah. if he's still on the board, Evan Mobley, uh, Jalen Johnson out of Duke, uh, Jalen uh, yeah. Suggs. That's who I want. Kate I Cunningham. Want Suggs. I, I want. I want Jalen. But you think about it. The Pistons have never draft. The Pistons have never moved up in the lottery. They always no. seem to fall back. Right now. Right now, they have the fourth best odds in the lottery right now. So that means they're probably going to be picking around six or seven again. So think about who's going to be on the board. It's probably going to be a Jalen Johnson. Jalen Suggs might still be around. Suggs, I, I think, Suggs is going is second going or third going overall. Might even first, depending on who Cade's going first. Cade should go first. Cade Cunningham is he's, going first. He, you know, he's 6'8", can do everything Suggs can do, probably yeah. better. I don't I don't know. Suggs is – Suggs is uh, he's either going to be really – really good or like you know he's one of those guys who's gonna be really good or really bad yeah there's there's potential that he might not do anything so i don't i think teams are gonna see that i don't know if he's gonna go early the big that shot early, that early the big shot about Suggs or the big shot like if Suggs making a resume and let's say he's going to talk to troy weaver and he says okay jalen show us if you could show us one play why we should draft you which one play is that going to be? The game winner against UCLA in the Final Four. Well, yeah, and also literally any of his passes. Any of his okay, okay. Passes, you can you show you show one you show one play. Which one play are you showing? The game winner against UCLA. He m- maybe because that was just kind of a prayer, you know. Well, I mean, that was, was but if still, I, if he had to show something with skill, it'd be the chase down block I into, could see the, that, into yeah. the three pointer yeah. at the other end against. Right. Was that also against UCLA? Yeah, it was yeah. Early in that game. He's he's a good player. Because that was skill. I, honestly, like the f- half court shot. That was basketball kind of IQ maybe. though. Like yeah, having the awareness what... to get that ball off. Plus, nobody can go. Or I shouldn't say nobody. Just like a normal person off the street, yeah, it's going to be luck. But it still takes a little bit of skill to shoot a half-court shot. Yeah, but if you're saying you got to show him one play, I, I think the best play would be the chase down block. I, I could see that. I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't thinking of that. That is correct. Yeah, all that stuff. That is correct. He, I, I think he'd be a good pick. I, I really like – I don't know. I like the G League guys, though. Yeah, Jalen dude. Green, uh, Jalen Kaminga is going to be really yeah. good. Kaminga is going to be really good. Jalen Green's more just like you know a playmaking like dunker. Yeah, I prefer Kuminga. But you're right, Mobley. Mobley, uh, know, Jalen Johnson I, out of Duke. I kind of want a two though, so I think Kuminga or, or Jalen. I could see that, yeah. Because I think we build off, but, you know, Killian at the one. Okay. You know, and then um. You probably because I think they're gonna really try and sign Jeremy Grant long term. Yeah. Yes. So he can play so the pit, four. Yeah. Pit Jeremy at the four. Pit. Sadiq at the three, three yep. plus you get whoever you need in the draft at two. Yep. Or if you're drafting top three, go Evan Mobley at the five. If you and get then Evan Mobley, take Evan Mobley. Take Evan Mobley. Yeah. Hear me out. Take Evan Mobley. Pit Isaiah Stewart at power forward. He's proven he can play the four this year. Mm-hmm. Pit Jeremy Grant at small forward. He played small forward when we had Blake. And then Pit Sadiq Bay at shooting guard. There's your starting five for next year. Killian at the one. I just really don't know if I like the idea of building around Killian. I mean, he's been injured once with like that a minor a injury, injury and then a second time where he i don't know he didn't tear it but he really uh he put yeah. a lot of it was like a stress thing on his acl and yeah, yeah. having that and he's in like he's only like 19 mm-hmm. and showing signs of knee injuries already i mean it's fair so who knows in three that. years three years we don't want to be looking at another Derek rose yeah. i mean it's fair 
But you think about it. The D-Rose injury, yeah, he was showing signs. But that was a freak injury. Like, It's not a freak injury. If, it happens like five times. But the one that knocked him out for like five years. The one yeah, in the that playoffs, was, that, that was a freak injury. You pit him any other game against any other team, that might not happen. Like, I watch a lot of NBA Rewind, like, NBA Rewind, like, okay, what if this happened? And then it pits him in a different series that game, that freak injury might not happen. Like, there's injuries that, yeah, you can control, but there's also injuries where you bang, knee, you bang knees with a guy or you bang heads with a guy or someone trips you and you get a concussion. Or something or like that. That's out of the, your control. That's yeah, out or, of your control. Or the Paul George one, where he yeah. broke his leg. Oh, in the Olympics. Of, yeah, you know, there's freak stuff like that. But you know, I I don't know. I I, I like Killian just because you know he's a young point guard. Yeah. But I can get why we wouldn't. We shouldn't build around. You're him. building around a guy who's averaging five point nine points per game. But yeah. I also yeah. literally just said that he's not going to be Lamelo and he needs to develop his shot. Yeah, he'll develop. I know, but there's that. like there's not really many like superstars yeah. in the NBA. There's a select few, but there's not yeah. many superstars who rookie year, they're only averaging five points on, like, bad efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fair. But over time, you know, I'm trying to think of players who over time have gotten... Obviously, I don't think Killian's ever going to be a, you know... He's not going to be a Steph Curry or Russell Westbrook a, or something hey, like that. Maybe. Steph Curry was never as, you know... That good? Am I right or am I wrong about his rookie year? Was he? Was he, he was. He was solid. His he rookie was good. His rookie but, year. Uh, he's been okay. good almost always. Like in the James NBA. Harden. Yeah. I know James yeah. Harden and Russell Westbrook on OKC. Their rookie years, they were only averaging like eight a game. Yeah. So that Westbrook could, that could was be good. A Harden was. But the thing about yeah, it is, yeah. it's got to be about the player wanting to develop, though. Yeah, for sure. Like, look at. Um, I'm gonna bring up a football comparison. Look at Josh Allen. Yeah. I was talking about it with someone because I think the Lions should take Rash on Slater. That's going to be another rant for next week. But the thing about Allen is, remember, the Bills traded up for Allen. He looked really raw out of college. He had the skill set, but he needed the work ethic to accuracy. pit it together, yeah. the accuracy. Right. And I'm not going to say that Killian Hayes is going to be like Josh Allen, where he's going to go from a base – I shouldn't say a nobody out of college, but, like, remember, nobody had Josh – the Bills trading up to get Josh Allen. Yeah. Now he was second in MVP voting last year. I'm not saying Killian's going to go something like that, but I think he has a work ethic to do something similar. If he puts in the work, he could yes. definitely. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to go on this topic because I know we weren't, you know, wasn't scheduled or whatever, but are we – I just – I haven't really been keeping up with it. Is yeah. Deshaun Watson, like, done? Like, is he done with? Yeah, because I don't know if he's even, like, suspended from the team yet. I, like, I, no, are, are these allegations, like, are they are they going to – like, is he, all is the, he done okay. with? Like, all the victims have been, like, I forgot what it's called. but masseuses, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but, like, they've been doing the thing where they go in front of, like, a, almost like a, a bunch of people and they say, like, like what happened jury. to them and, yeah. like – Okay. Okay, the thing about Deshaun Watson is I haven't heard the Texans or the league step in and say anything about it. I haven't heard him say anything. It's literally, he hasn't said anything. That's why I think it's a little suspicious. Like, don't get me wrong. I think some of them are true, but just, well, well, what has it been at, 22 now? If one of them is true, he's He's probably done, Yeah. you know? But think just this is such a convenient time for how many is it now? Twenty two, something like 32. that. Thirty two. Thirty two. This is such a convenient wow. time. Oh, thirty two girls are coming out uh, assuming or accusing him of sexual assault. Remember what happened literally three or four months ago with Deshaun Watson. He wanted he wanted out of Houston. Houston basically laughed at him and said no. 
But here's the thing. I mean, it's such a convenient time for yeah. this to happen. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Like JJ Watt also blatantly said, "I'm done. I want out." But nothing yeah. really happened to him. They were just like, "All right, go ahead." And I think Hopkins did that too. Right? Yeah. Same yep. thing with DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. He said, "I'm going yeah. to Arizona." They said, "All right, go ahead." But here, Deshaun Watson's like, they but, aren't quarterbacks. But Deshaun but, quarterback. Yeah, I, but. I, DeAndre Hopkins one of the best wide receivers in the league. And true. J.J. Watts but one of the best D linemen. But, yeah. But, and this is a big but, I think wide receivers are more replaceable than quarterbacks. Big time. All right. Big time. Yeah, of but. Course. Okay, but I don't, I don't think a comparison of 20, 32 women accusing sexual assault has anything to do with wide receiver versus quarterback. No, it yeah. doesn't. But I'm also saying that, like, I think some of them are true. Oh, 100%. 100%. That's just, you, you that just sounds like such a Deshaun Watson thing to do. What? <laughs> Wait, what, is that, <laughs> what is it even supposed to mean? But yeah, I don't know if Deshaun. But, I don't know him, so I couldn't really. But. He said that like he was a classmate or something, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but think about, think about the time that it happened. Like he's requesting a trade out of Houston. And Houston basi- basically laughed at him. That's such a convenient time for 32 women to come out. It seems like it's always in a, you know, convenient time, you know. I mean, but. Every time they have allegations of any athlete. Yeah, 32 people, like, that's got to be, like, a whole organization (laughs) and club, like, planning. Like, that can't just be out of thin air. Every masseuse in Houston, Mm -hmm. pretty much. So, it's, I mean, that's, you know. Okay. you also got to think, like, bro, why does he need 34, why does he need 32 different massage parlors? Why is he using, I've been to zero massage parlors in my life and he needs 32 in what how many years has he been in houston like three four? three to four yeah something like that it's like what is he doing like i don't know it's and very the thing confusing. is like uh it said that the texans have even offered him a personal masseuse that was that would be supplied by the yeah by the houston's organization he, not, he declined the, it yeah he uh, said i'm just gonna go to the local ones in the city of houston so i don't know that's weird yeah it's very yeah. It's that's uh, yeah. It's it's just that is something that. is going yeah. on there. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. I think he's he's probably done. It's kind of a shame he was a young uh, player, but we'll we'll talk about that later when you know more things come out. Yeah. Can't really make a decision or uh, you know, judgment right now. I'm yeah, curious to see how it plays. Yeah. yeah so, uh, we're about out of time, so we will wrap up. Episode 17 of Cheap Seats. So long, everybody.